Hello, my beautiful community. I'm so excited to let you know my brand new recipe book, Hustler's Guide to Healthy, is now available. Yay! This feels so surreal to be telling you. Um, It is 32 healthy recipes, all designed to nourish your body. I've actually been creating these recipes for the last six years, and we've been enjoying them as a family for our weekly meals. And now I'm so excited to be able to share them with you. I really wanted to take the hustle out of healthy cooking and give you fuss-free, easy and delicious recipes designed to nourish yours and your family's bodies. All of my recipes, of course, use whole real ingredients that will help you thrive. They're also mostly fuss-free and most importantly, I've made them good for the soul. So not only are they tasty and delicious, but they're super good for you. From breakfast right through to dessert, each recipe is packed with goodness and is proudly family friendly. I have a very exclusive offer only available to you, my wonderful podcast community. I'm actually going to give you 25% off. Yes, that's right. I'm giving you 25% off my new recipe book, which makes the book less than $22.50. That is like a total bargain. But you truly are the reason why I keep showing up and I keep wanting to inspire more healthy lives. So this is my way of saying thank you to you. Also, if you purchase now, you'll receive five free recipes, which will be sent via email on downloadable recipe cards. So the book has been printed locally and it uses eco-friendly paper and carbon neutral inks to support local and also our beautiful environment. My hope is that these easy, healthy and wholesome recipes help nourish your body and make you feel like an absolute boss in the kitchen. You can purchase your copy now by either visiting my website, which is just healthyhustlers.com, or I've provided a link in the show notes. So you can literally just click the link in the show notes and it'll take you direct to my website. Then please use the code HUSTLER25. I've written it in the show notes under the link, so you'll be able to see it if you forget, but use the code HUSTLER25 to redeem your 25% off the book, which makes it less than $22.50. I hope that you absolutely love this. I'm so excited to get in the kitchen with you and help you make some healthy and delicious food. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with influential hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Real, raw, honest, hilarious, in love and a new mum are a few ways to describe today's guest. Jules Robertson is a poster girl for self-love and positivity. With adoring fans who love watching her life through the screens, I'm excited to be able to take a deep dive into Jules' life behind the camera. A businesswoman and TV personality, in her former life, Jules worked in the beauty industry in the UK and Australia, before becoming a contestant on Married at First Sight in 2019. Since then, she has created and launched her own business, Figure, which happened to be the same month the pandemic hit Australia. Then welcomed her first baby into the world just a few months later. She's a co-host of the Relatable Podcast with her husband, Cam, as well as navigating the no-handbook life of motherhood. Jules's positive energy is contagious, and she's a passionate woman with a fire for bringing realness to an often fabricated industry. I am so honoured to welcome Jules Robertson to the show. 
This month is Australian Organic Awareness Month and I feel really honoured to have partnered with Australian Organic Limited for Australia's largest campaign promoting the certified organic industry. I'd like to encourage you all this month to look for organic certification logos on your organic purchases as these logos are the trust mark of authenticity. Did you know there is no mandatory domestic standard for the use of the word organic in Australia? Therefore, as a consumer, I'd like to remind you to look for the organic certification marks on your organic products to ensure they adhere to an organic standard. Hello, lovely Jules, and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. I'm so excited to be chatting to you today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I know. It's so good. And we're both at home in lockdown (laughs) in different states with babies. So I'm doing the full juggle, but how's everything going for you at the moment? I know it's pretty wild times for everyone. Yeah, I'm good, but we did do the juggle to get to this, didn't we? With like baby naps and (laughs) thank God for Coco Melon, it's now on and Ollie's good for at least 45. So no, I'm I'm really good. You know, I've had a few, one or two days where I'm a bit like, you know, and you just got to find your mindset and dig deep and, and start again, don't you, as, as, you know, we're all in the same thing and you just have days where it's up and down. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have had, you know, a lot of points where it's like, oh, it just feels like Groundhog Day again. But then you have yeah. another day where you feel okay and you're like, oh, I can do this. So it definitely is a roller coaster of emotions. Absolutely, it is. It is. And I think for me, I've just really been trying to install like good rituals and routines and even if it is Groundhog Day, at least you're having a good day. You know? Yes. So, and it is, you know, it can be a little bit boring, but we bought this home like a year ago. So we've got so much to do because, <laughs> you know, when you move into a home, it takes five years to put your paintings up. So we're actually like, we're ahead of schedule, doing really well. <laughs> that is so funny you say that because we um, just moved in a week before we went into this second. We actually just came out of lockdown, moved house, and then had 10 days of no lockdown and then went back into lockdown. And um, my husband actually hung all our pictures on the weekend and I was same. I started laughing thinking, oh, it's probably lucky we're in lockdown because these would have sat in the spare room we'll for never like never have got done. <laughs> we, well, obviously I'm in Sydney, so we're in like full hardcore lockdown now and on the Saturday obviously it was the last weekend before it kicked in on Monday and we went to Bunnings because we were like let's get everything click and collect is just annoying (laughs) let's get everything that we can for the next three months that will tie us through on the weekend so I bought a leaf blower I'm like I'm gonna use that leaf blower for photo shoots for blowing leaves blowing anything around (laughs) I'm loving life I love it we had to queue in we had to queue up to get in and I think everyone had the same idea it was so busy totally Yeah. yeah Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's like we um we're in regional Victoria now, so we were out of the Melbourne lockdown. But on Saturday, the government announced at eleven o'clock that we were going regional was going into lockdown at one o'clock. And so same thing, my husband's like, quick, we're gonna go to good guys and get the vacuum and do this and do that. <laughs> and we went into town and it was seriously, we're like, it feels like the world's ending. Like everyone's yeah, just it was out the end like, of the world. up. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> And also you're like, who are we? We're now officially old people. <laughs> yeah, I know, leaf blowers and vacuums. <laughs> it's very, very glamorous in our lives. Oh, my goodness, I love it. So true. Um, now, you did mention your rituals. Do you have a non-negotiable one or something that's really helping to kind of set the tone for the day? I have by my bed like a little card ritual, you know, like a affirmation that I once a week pull out and put there and that's kind of like my little thing for the week. 
But I tend to, let's say tend to, I do, I, I do still make an effort every day. Like I still put my makeup on, put my nice outfit on. And I just, for me personally, it just feels like I'm showing up still, you know, because it has, I think through all the lockdowns, we've had a bit of practice, right? And you kind of yes. know what works. And it's so easy to just slop around and sit on the couch and, and mm-hmm. do all that. And we've all done it. And it's so fine to do that whenever you want to do it. But I just find for me, it helps my mindset to be like, be presentable, turn up every day. And, you know, even if if I'm not even having a Zoom or seeing anyone, I'm just with my family, like it just makes me feel good. So that's definitely something that helps me. I've really got into doing my like home exercise now. Go yeah, yeah. So, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they'd know that my husband loves to record me. I know it's so funny. He's so good. (laughs) The best. But I love it. It's called G Pump, and it's this woman, um, Marley, who's just amazing. She goes around all around Queensland, and she's been in Tasmania, and she records from the beach. So you feel like you're on holiday, like all these different locations. But it's like it's a bit like you know, physical on Apple TV. Like if you don't know Sheila, it's a bit aerobics, dance. It's just fun and the music's amazing. So I've been loving jumping around to that because you don't really feel like you're exercising. Like you just kind of being a bit of a free spirit and dancing around and my son's my number one fan, so he watches me the whole time, front row, <laughs> front row ticket. And he just looks at me like, Mummy, who are you? What and is I'm like, going on? <laughs> yeah, and I'm just serenading with my beautiful voice. <laughs> That is amazing. And what a beautiful way to just get those high vibes flowing, you know, and to really help set the tone for the day. That's awesome. I love that you're committing to that. It really helps. And the amount of people that have messaged me and be like, what are you doing? That looks so much fun. Because it is really fun. Yes. So, no, I'm really enjoying it. And I do some of the fitness first, but they're – they're like streamed and they're not like that. Yes. Yeah. But this is like a daily thing that she does and it's just fantastic. So, Oh, I love that. Yeah, the, the good energy, we all need the good energy at the moment as well. So kind of bringing any of those things into your day that can really help get that those good vibes going is so important, I think, because it's just such a heavy time globally for everyone as well. So, yeah. you know, there's so much heavy energy collectively. So I think being able to put those little bits of positivity and joy into each day is really important now. So I love yeah, you doing totally. that. Yeah, totally. And it is, it is. It's fine joy in, in small little things and, and small routines. So mm. It's funny because so many people have different opinions on not don't watch the news, do watch the news. Like uh, I see a kinesiologist and she sent me this really beautiful long message the other day and I think she sent it out to all her clients and it was about how to stay stay grounded, stay in control, stay in a safe, happy place and it was very much along the lines of don't watch the news, you know, but yeah. I like to be a little bit informed. I like to know what's going on just so I can have my own opinions and, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But another thing that I – I've really grown to love, which I always have, but is I I put Ollie to, to sleep, but no matter what the day it is, I put him to sleep other than in the middle of the night. My husband does get up and do the night shift because I don't get back to sleep. So, But I love that moment of just being at peace, like on the rocking chair with him. Letting, I mean, he's, you know, spoiled with love, you know. <laughs> I'll be holding him in my arms when he's that. four years old. <laughs> but... Don't worry, my daughter's two and I'm still rocking her. Oh, she's two in a week. Yeah, it's her. That, we're at that bit now. It's like, where do we go? Like, do we keep yeah. doing this or do we try and train him in the bed? But I really enjoy it. Like, I feel really motherly and I love the feeling of watching him go to sleep. But I also love the moment of it's almost like a meditation for myself because I'm just by myself. There's no digital anywhere and it's just me and him and just being quiet 
and just mm. having that beautiful moment with him. And sometimes I fall asleep if I'm honest, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lovely part of my day that I look forward to doing. And obviously, yeah. when it's at night time, it's a bit of a longer, more procedure. Yes. but it's really nice, and that's just a nice little mummy thing. Oh, I love that so much. And I think that that time escapes you so quickly. Like, yeah, my daughter's two in a week and I just think, oh my goodness, like, you know, sometimes those nights felt so long and so exhausting. And now I'm just like, oh, I love this. Like, I'm going to miss this because soon you're really not going to want that from me. Like she loves going to sleep in the cot now, but I'll try to rock her any chance I can. I'll just stay there and rub her head because I'm like, oh, this is just such a beautiful thing. I'm going to have to get some serious guns though because my son, like, like, it's only in the last two weeks, like he's just instantly changed like you're yeah. like who are you like his yes. face his body and he's just so heavy and I'm like wow. this is hard so I know yeah. it, they do change quickly don't they mm. now obviously you have you know quite a large social media presence is there anything about you that people might not know from following you online I always love asking this question <laughs> I did taekwondo for a very long time when I was younger and I was like two dance off black belt. So well. yeah, that was something <laughs> that I did. And I did take it up again when I was in London. I was like, I would want to take it up again. Yeah. And I did that and I had to start back from the beginning again and God, it was a lot harder as an adult. <laughs> you're so flexible when you did it. But what else? Um, I climbed Kilimanjaro. That was on one of my bucket lists that I wanted to yeah. do. I had a I had a few years of my life in London and I was only thinking about it today actually because I want to start doing it again. And obviously things do change when you have a baby. Like you're all kind of putting yourself to things that you want to do. Like get put a little bit on the back burner, but every year I'd write down all the things that I want to do. And it was yes. a bit of a bucket list thing. And, yeah, and I did in, in one year I did a half marathon. I couldn't do a full one, but I did a half. Wow. Um, I did um. Kilimanjaro, I did a skydive for Alzheimer's. That was my chosen charity for many years. Yes. And, yeah, so I want to get back into doing those little personal little goals again and, and doing them. So, yeah. That's, that's where I'm, but, yeah, that's, I guess when you put on the spot, you're like, yeah, no, so about me. Really Am I that interesting? <laughs> that is awesome. I love that about you. Um, and I guess can you give us a little sneak peek into Jules, even maybe, you know, a bit of before maths and before you met Cam, a little bit of your, your life and your journey so far? Yeah, so in a nutshell, um, I – was always, you know, my purpose was always making people feel good, you know, and, and so I always wanted to be a hair and makeup stylist. Like I loved how I just made someone feel beautiful and I had photos of me painting my mum's face when she was, you know, when I was like five and I just knew what I wanted to do. So I left school very young. So I did my hair and makeup apprenticeship and my makeup academy with Napoleon, like back when it first begun. Yeah. And then as soon as I was 21, that was my farewell and I went to London and I was meant to be there for seven months and I was there for 14 years. Wow. And I loved it. I never thought I was coming back and I had a fantastic career. I worked in Harrods uh, doing all the bridal hair and makeup and then I went down to the barbers. And to be honest, in London, people tip in London and and at that point in my life it was, you know, I was broke and I was like, men tip me more on the barbers. I'm going to go from the women's to the men's. <laughs> So I worked in the barbers and made more money. And then I just loved like the whole barbering scene really took off like it has here. You know, there's a barber or a cool barbers on every corner. So I really got into that. I worked in Selfridges, which is an amazing department store to work in. And then I ended up getting uh, headhunted and I worked for True Fit and Hill, which is the oldest barbers in the world. And they have a royal warrant and they've been around since 1805. So I've worked at Buckingham Palace and I had lords and sirs and it was incredible. Like it was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. And then eventually my time there, like I had a, a few relationships, had a few disasters and bought a few 
men home to Australia to meet my family, two or three, yeah, three, three of them in that 14 years. And I don't know, it was like this curse, like I'd take them back to Australia, <laughs> then we'd break up. Um, one of them did ask my dad to marry me though when he were out here and I just knew in my gut he did. Yeah. And um, I didn't let it get to that point of him asking me because I just, in my heart, I knew he wasn't the one. So came back to Australia. I ended up uh, running a blow-dry bar in Barangaroo. So I had like 15 staff who are all amazing or more close to still. And that's when I, I actually applied for maths. So I yeah. actually put an application in and was like, where the hell is he? I've looked the whole world. <laughs> and I didn't really think about it too much, to be honest. I just thought about what I wanted and then I yeah, went on maths and it was one of the best decisions I ever made. Amazing. I seriously loved watching you on that show. You, When you said that you wanted to make people feel good, I was like, oh, I feel that through my screen from you, like from day one on maths, like even now just following you on social media, like you just have that beautiful energy that just goes straight through the screen and does make people feel so good. Oh, um, thank what a, you. What a beautiful journey that you've had. Yeah. And now you're married and have mama. <laughs> yeah, and now I have a baby and, you know, and, and going on maths to who would ever have thought my quest for love would end up building figure which yeah. for me is a higher purpose of making women feel amazing you know and yes. feeling good in their skin and just working what they've got and I've never thought about anything like that but it just make creating figure um who doesn't you know doesn't know figure is it's a, it's a shapewear line that I created and that was because of being on maths and going to the dinner parties and having to get naked to go to the toilet in my shapewear <laughs> And putting my microphone packed down the back of all my shapewear that I wore for three months. And I was like, I'm so uncomfortable. I've spent way too much money. And, yeah, so then obviously I had so many women write beautiful messages to me about the way that I dress. But then I also got trolled and body shamed the way that I looked. So I kind of put it all together and I was like, I'm going to make the best shapewear in the world because that makes me feel amazing. And I'm going to have a really strong message to stick your finger up all those people that because yeah. like you know I'm a curvy healthy woman and no matter what size we are we all have the right to dress our body how we want feel amazing in our skin so that is where you know the core of figure really is women supporting women donating to share the dignity and I'm just super proud of it and how women get it like they get what I'm trying to you know achieve with my messaging from it so it's been amazing and as I said I did not think past my wedding day and everything that's come with it is, you know, I, I'm very much seek opportunity in circumstances. And, you know, some people, you know, will say things online and be like, oh, you just an ad now and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I hold myself with high integrity. Everything that I choose to do comes from a place of integrity and honesty. And that was always my game plan if there's one on going on a TV show like that on a platform where you're open for judgment was to be mm -hmm. like, people don't like me, that's okay. Yeah. You know, I can only ever be myself. And I choose still to do that with the way that I carry myself on a platform. Like I'm very honest and I don't ever put my name to something because it's for money or whatever. I do it because I wholeheartedly love it or I believe in it and I care about the messaging of it. So, yeah, it's interesting and I've just – take it in my stride and you have to change, you know, you, when people say, oh, don't change, it's like, well, you have to, otherwise I'd be eaten alive, you know, because it's just, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of judgment and opinions mm -hmm. and, you know, and everyone's entitled to that. But sometimes it is a little bit, it's a little bit hard sometimes. You've just got to, as I said, you just got to like who you are and, and be okay with what you do in your life. What mindset shifts then have you had to make during that time, especially when it does come to kind of the body positivity side of things, you know, when you're spreading such a beautiful message and you get those trolls and those haters, what have kind of been the mindset shifts you've had to make? 
to be honest, like it's something that I've never really struggled with. Like currently at the moment, like I'm doing Jenny Craig at the moment, which is a new program that they've just brought to Australia and I'm the first to try it. And it doesn't contradict anything about body positivity. Body positivity isn't about being overweight. It's about being comfortable in your skin and and being okay with every single part of yourself and embracing all of it. Mm -hmm. And it really isn't. And I've been very open to be like postpartum. Like I had no interest in wanting to get my body back to where it was or anything like that. All I cared about was my baby and, and learning about motherhood. And so it's only now, like it was eight months and then the light switched and I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready now to focus on myself. So I've never questioned my myself or my appearance. And I have been a size 12 to an 18 in the last two years. Like I, I really have. And, you know, I'm like, I've rocked every outfit. I felt great. And I think it's only, you know, everyone has their down days and sometimes these words do hurt, you know, and yeah. most of the time you're just a bit like, oh, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it is, and that, that comes from, that's just something that happens overnight. Like that's from years of working on myself, seeing a kinesiologist and yeah. speaking kind to myself and and accepting who I am and, and who I'm not, you know. So that's not something that just happens overnight. You don't just, and it's an ongoing thing. You've got to constantly always work on yourself and feel, you know, and feel good. And I think feeling good, as I said, go back before, comes from a place of integrity. You know, you can't really be at whole with yourself if you're not being true to who you are. We'll be right back after this healthy break. Hello, my fellow healthy hustlers. As a regular listener, I'm sure you are very aware that one of my highest values is health. And to support that value, where possible, I choose to purchase both products and food that are certified organic. I've been very passionate about this since I first became pregnant and moved towards a 70 to 80% organic diet. I've personally experienced the health benefits it has had for me and the positive impact it continues to have on my family's health. This month is Australian Organic Awareness Month and I feel very honoured to have partnered with Australian Organic Limited for Australia's largest campaign promoting the certified organic industry. I'd like to encourage you all this month to look for organic certification logos on your organic purchases, as these logos are the trust mark of authenticity. There is actually no mandatory domestic standard for the use of the word organic in Australia. Therefore, as a consumer, I'd like to remind you to look for the organic certification marks on organic products to ensure they adhere to an organic standard and to, of course, support the brands and farmers who are doing their part in creating a happier, healthier world for us all. When choosing to purchase certified organic, it means that the food and products you are choosing to nurture your body with are synthetic herbicide, pesticide and chemical free and contain no artificial additives or hormones. So make sure you look for the Australian Certified Organic Bud certification logo on all your organic products. And together, let's support those who support our health. You've just touched on kinesiology um, and doing a lot of work on yourself over the years, but what have been kind of the main building blocks for you when it comes to that self-love and feeling so comfortable in yourself? I had a one significant moment in my life that really made me learn about who I am and, and, and what I can do, you know, and what I can do for myself was um, went through a really bad breakup 
and I saw a life coach for every week for a year and it was a big money investment. I didn't really have the money at the time to do it, but I did it for myself and I spent the net that, that whole year just on me. Like I didn't date anyone. I just did all things that were for me and in that year I did do the Kilimanjaro and I did all these things that and that was like the beginning of, yeah, just making that time for yourself and achieving things for you. So that was the first big thing to make me go like, okay, I want to know who I am, know who I'm not and and look after myself. And then just did little things along the way, like took myself to health retreats and things like that. And I guess kind of got more into the holistic side of health yep. as well. And mm-hmm. to be honest, kinesiology for me is my number one thing that makes me be able to, to deal with everything, with emotions. And I think if anyone doesn't know what kinesiology is, it's a really hard thing to explain actually. It is. It's it is. really hard. <laughs> and I, I only ever explain it is like obviously she's like a therapist. Mine's a little bit psychic at the same time and I guess they Ooh, tune I like the, that. Yeah, so she you tune into the vibrations of your body and basically you can't bullshit. Like she'll ask you a question about something and she can feel it in your body when you answer. And as I said, you can't bullshit. So she'll be like, well, what does that mean? And you have to go back and back and back and back until you really are honest about whatever it is you're talking about. And it gets back to so many rooted things from your childhood or, um, yeah. So, no, it's, it's I love it. I absolutely love it. And, you know, there are moments where you're doing it that you don't, when you're talking about something that you maybe don't think that you're that bothered about, mm. but you do get upset. I've had moments on the table talking about the judgment and things like that, as, you know, because it's a natural reaction to, to to feel hurt when someone, as much as you can go, well, that's, it doesn't matter, this person's opinion or whatever, but sometimes, you know, when it's relentless, it can affect you. So you, I need, for me, how I function, I need to make sure that I'm okay on the inside and that's actually not getting in into any of my being, you know, because it's not a nice thing to carry around negativity. And is it something that you do when you feel called or do you have kind of quite a structured ritual of going weekly, monthly? That's another thing that she she usually can check in with my body to say, okay, this is what it usually is. So at the moment, like I'm four to five months apart from each other. It used to be every six weeks. So yeah. yeah. So until something something heavy happens again. (laughs) And the funny thing, like the the crazy part part or the journey, I guess, of, you know, that self-improvement and self-development is like you do, you feel like you're so on the right path and, okay, I'm, I'm doing the work, I've done the work, and then all of a sudden like something can just happen and you're like, whoa, yeah. okay, I've got a lot to unpick here or I've got a lot to lot to uncover. So but I think I having that, those though. tools. Yeah, same, yeah. And it's I not think- a quick, you're not a quick fix. Like you're constantly evolving and changing and it's like having a son. I have always been a go, 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 get shit done so active of getting things done around the clock. And then I had a baby and then that was the hardest thing for me was acceptance, accepting that, do you know what, this small thing's going to take me a really long time and it's yep. going to get done until I changed my head that, okay, it doesn't matter, you're still achieving, you're still getting things done, it's just taking a lot longer. That for me was a massive thing because I just had to let go and go, okay, it's fine, my house is a dumpster. <laughs> things take forever but you know, it's just it's adjusting, isn't it? So definitely so. that act of surrender. It's just constant in motherhood, isn't it? Just teaching yeah. us to constantly surrender. How do you find time or balance that need for self care and prioritize it? It is something that it's only recently that I'm really working on. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds really random, but I did a, a campaign with um, Makona, the Me Time campaign, and it was nothing to do with coffee. It was actually just a really fantastic campaign about them giving back to Aussies who need it, need a break. And when they explained it to me, because my first instinct was like, oh, I'm not really interested in, in doing it. Like I have a coffee machine. I'm really full on about having really good coffee. <laughs> I mean, everyone has a Macarena latte in the cupboard. Of course they do. But they're like, it's about the messaging of having me time. And I was like, do you know what? This is something I need to practice what I preach. Mm. So it was actually such a great time for me to to work on what I was saying to people. Like how much time a day do we actually do something for ourselves? Yes. Hardly at all. Like so now even the smallest things, like I will go outside and I'll sit in the sun and I'll have my lunch in silence. Like just those small little things that you can do just to make your day that little bit better and you're doing it for yourself. Like yeah. gone are the days of going to get a massage and a pedicure and all those <laughs> nice things, you know. Now it's like you've got to have your little space of what's going to make me feel really good today. So it's definitely something that I do have to work on because I do I like to get things done and I do have a lot of things going on. But it's um it's really important just to have that time. Yes. Oh, I seriously couldn't agree more. And I think, you know, especially in motherhood, it's such a huge adjustment. So sometimes it's so easy to put that as the last priority. But I think once you do find that little bit of balance and remember the importance of it it is just so vital to the way that you can show up and and the way that you feel isn't it oh you've better for everyone and as I said with now joining Jenny Craig even like I was last priority like and that's that's okay and you know what I, I don't I'm okay with being last in that time of my life because I said my focus was not on me and as much as I look back and go I could have done things a little bit different but I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with it, just focusing so much on my baby that, you know, I it probably wasn't a healthy way to do it. But then, it, you know, it took me a bit like I didn't think I even went for a walk around the block for about three months. Oh. <laughs> and then you do and you're like, I really enjoy this. This is yeah. really good for me. Why didn't I do this before? It's so easy to get stuck into your routines and it just, you know, it takes 21 days to break a habit. You just got to keep on doing it. You know, you have spoken about the business. You also had a baby all of last year during a global pandemic. What were kind of some of the main focuses for you or did you have any moments there where you were kind of fearful of what was ahead and if you had too much on your plate or were you able to really kind of move through that time gracefully? Oh, no, it was bloody petrifying. Yeah. Not at all. Like being a hormonal pregnant woman, Jesus Christ, my <laughs> poor husband, like he was like, what do I do with you? Some days it was just... And then you beat yourself up because you're like you're so privileged and lucky to be pregnant and then you're having these days where you're like, oh, my God, and then you feel awful because you're crying over absolutely nothing. But there were some days where I just really struggled and when obviously COVID first hit, no one knew what was going to happen. Mm. You know, I, I cried for myself. I cried for the world. I cried like I launched my business in the same month. Like it was you just didn't know what was going to happen and that was scary and obviously all the birthing plans changed where I couldn't take Cam to the hospital and all those moments that you're going to have together were completely different and in a way I mean it ended up by the time I had him Cam could be in the room with me and that was it and I was like actually who would not want just that like who wants people visiting them (laughs) who wants guests when you've just had a baby and you're like complete yeah you're all over the place so yeah it was it was a really testing time for everyone even not Mm. even bringing a baby into the world like it was scary and I think 
I remember the moment when Boris Johnson got it and it was like, okay, this is real. Like this is actually real. Like it was scary. It was it so was. scary. And I mean, it still is, you know, but mm. obviously now we're navigating how to, to live with it as a nation and, and work our way. But it still is scary. Like I won't take my son into Woolworths or anything like that. Like yeah. I won't take him anywhere in public other mm. than, you know, when we take road of the streets of Ira and the pram. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a weird world we're living in right now. It really, really is. Um, Jules, has there been any books for you that I guess have either positively impacted your mindset or just given you a really fresh perspective and I guess helped guide you throughout the journey? I haven't lately, to be honest. Like the thought of sitting down reading a book sounds amazing. And I just, <laughs> I haven't, like, I just haven't had that chance, to be honest. So that's like, <laughs> I sound illiterate, but no, I don't have any top books right in the second. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Anything you're listening to that you're really enjoying? I love listening to not, not, not another parenting podcast. Um, a, because I'm, I'm friends with the, the two hosts, Sarah and Catherine. They're just hilarious. Like, they're just funny. So I enjoy listening to that. Uh, well, I've got my own podcast with my husband, which is really fun. It's called Relatable. And we just, like, it's just something nice that we do together and have a bit of banter. And so that's good. But, no, Cam's really, Cam's always got podcasts on, so I tend to listen to him them with him. Yes. I not tell you what they are, but they're all very <laughs> inspirational and, you know, motivating. And, yeah, he's really good for it. Like an, a, another good thing that he does, instead of turning on the radio in the car, which is obviously, you know, nice, he will t- put on a podcast. So he's, so good. you know, I guess learning. I mean, it's kind of like a bit of a, a thin line because there's always so much information being pumped into us every second of the day, isn't it? If it's not from Instagram, from scrolling, you're on your computer. So, you know what, sometimes it's love, like I love having a sing-along with the radio blaring, but I do admire Cam that that's one of his little things that he does. You know, he's so good at routine and structure to make him feel good and be the best version of himself. And do you adopt that routine side of things? Do you feel like you thrive during routine? Yeah, I absolutely do. I do. Mm -hmm. I find it hard with a little one, like absolutely nailing a routine because there's no such thing. It's like, (laughs) it's like your birth wish. You don't make a birth plan. You make a birth wish because (laughs) plans just don't happen, do they? (laughs) Yeah. So, but no, definitely. Like I, I feel really good actually the last month, like just making that structure of like my exercise is what I do. I'm now, you know, having nice lunch. So no, it's um it definitely makes you a better person when you do that. But Cam's Cam's a great influence in my life. He's sometimes an annoying influence. Like he'd be like, "Come on, do you have a piece of chocolate?" And he'd be like, "No." Nah. Like he's just so like his body is a temple, and I'm like, "You're just annoying." Like he'll have a half a glass of red wine, and he'd be so hammered. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "I'll just finish the bottle for you, honey." Like <laughs> that is so funny. I was just about to say my husband's exactly the same, but then you said he has half a glass of red, and I'm like, "Oh, my husband definitely drinks more than half." glass of red but every night I'm like oh chocolate time and he's like nah I'm right babe and I'm like okay that means I'll eat half the block to myself yeah oh Cam's (laughs) like he's too perfect isn't you need those healthy little (laughs) treats so I think to get you through each day life's life's there to be enjoyed as well is what I always tell myself (laughs) absolutely it is now Jules I'd love to know you know obviously we're like we've said multiple times, the world's heavy right now and it, it is a bit of a wild time. But what are some things that you're really grateful for at the moment? I am so grateful. Like I was thinking about it the other day and Cam actually, oh, it's making me emotional. He went down to the beach just to go for a walk by himself and he just sent me, he was obviously just having a moment to sit there and reflect and he sent me a message and he just said, I just want you to know that 
I'm so proud of you and I love you and I'm, you know, everything that we, like, it was just a really beautiful, just a reminder of like, you're my world. And um, oh, I was making me really much mm. and it just made me think like how lucky I am to be in a lockdown with like the two most important people in my life. And it just makes me so sad to think of people by themselves. Like it's just, it's, it's just sad for the world really, isn't it? And people who I guess don't have that support of being with someone that you love and making hard times so much easier. Mm. So, oh, it's really got me. So, no, I'm, yeah, super, super grateful for just having a beautiful little family that with, with my husband. Yeah. It's a hard time, I think, you know, especially as an empath and someone that does have so much compassion for other people. Like, it's such a hard time to accept what is taking place and what's going on and the amount of pain and suffering that is taking place in the world. And I think there's so many opinions and right now it's it's quite a confusing time as well. And I, I really, yeah, I, I feel exactly the same as you that I just think how much scarier that would be to be navigating that alone or not in a supportive, nurturing environment. So you know, if anyone is feeling that way, like, please reach out. There is, there's so much support, but yeah, absolutely. It's it's a really wild time to be navigating for anyone, but yeah, let alone not having that, that nurturing environment to support you. But I think it's really important to always have moments of gratitude. Like we actually have a, a little jar that I made cam and I put these stickers on it and I want it to become like a, a family thing that we do. And so every yeah, little glass. It's like a cookie jar. I got it from Kmart and the Kmart stickers. It looks awesome and it has like believe and dream and stuff all over it. And so just on a post-it, you just write down like in that moment, whatever it would be, something that you're gratitude for, like any anything. And then we fold it, pop it in. And I gave it to him on New Year's Eve. So it's like now every New Year's Eve, we read out all the things from the year. And then it would be like trying to obviously maybe remember when that moment was or and, yeah, it's just a really nice thing. It's so important to have moments of, like, fuck, I'm lucky, you know, and to mm. always feel that way never feel, you know, comparison is, is the biggest thief of joy. You know, when you compare yourself to other people and what they have or what they look like or whatever, if you can just be content in your little world that you have, it just it fills your cup, you know, and it makes you happy. So it's a really lovely little thing that, that we do. And as I said, I, I want to – make that something that with our children that we do and teach them that and make it like a little family ritual that we do every New Year's. I'm sure that will end when they become teenage and go out and drinking. (laughs) That is so beautiful. But what a beautiful value to instill in them as well, to have those cherished memories with their parents of of just being Mm. truly grateful for all that they have. Yeah. How, I guess, at this younger age do you instill gratitude or teach Ollie about gratitude? Do you kind of oh, he doesn't have any. Is it, is it <laughs> through books, all those cuddles he's getting? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like my parents on a different generation that because I was talking about before, nursing him to sleep and they'd be like, you spoil him. And it's like I'm spoiling him with love. I could never not spoil my child with enough love, you know. there's I've got too much to give him. And so that he's not yet old enough to be able to teach anything to really. Like yeah. he's – He's reactional, you know, he reacts and that's how he, he's expressing himself with noises totally. and grunts and, you know, he gets yep. angry at things. And But he's actually got a beautiful a beautiful little way about him actually. And I'm just not saying that because he's my baby. But no. when people meet him, they just go, oh, he's just got a lovely, yeah, I feel, yeah, really lucky. He's, he's great right now, touch wood. Oh, 
<laughs> so good. There's this really beautiful book. Um, there's two actually that I read to Georgia and I've read them since she was so young. But one is Kindness Makes Us Strong and it's by Sophie Beer and it's so colourful and bright and it's just all these really easy ways of how we can show kindness. And I always read that to Georgia. I love that. And Empowered Moo is another one. with It's like an affirmation book. But yeah. I find them both really beautiful ways of just – I don't know, even just starting that conversation and getting them used to that language. Totally. I've got so many books like that that Ollie yeah. has um, and affirmations and so all that good, kind of stuff. And, and that's yeah. something when he gets a little bit older, absolutely. like Definitely. Yeah. Like even Cam does it now. Like, you know, I, the other day Ollie stood up for the first time by himself and Cam uh-huh. is literally like, you're amazing, you're incredible, you know, and just so speaks good. to him in a really – you know, but we also speak to him in a tone when he's, you know, when we're trying to teach him something that, no, you don't act like that. You know, like he'll Definitely. pull my hair and scratch my face and he doesn't know, you know, but no, it's just your tone of voice. But, and, but he also knows when he's done something good too. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell. He's, they're very intuitive, these babies. They're not stupid. <laughs> they sure are. Oh, my goodness. And it's not so much younger than you could ever imagine, doesn't it? I remember being like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. Oh. Now, Jules, do you have a best piece of advice um, or a quote that you live by? I love, 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 love. I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but it's a Steve Jobs quote. It's basically along the lines of, you know, you, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only do it when you look back, you know. And I, I've really, my life, like I feel like where I am right now in my life, everything led me to this point. And at the time there are moments of like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but it's only when I look back now I realise that all those things that happened to me, all the lessons that I learned, all the heartache, all of it is made me be the woman I am and be in the position I am today to do what I do you know so and I just believe this said you know you can connect it when you look back and in the moment you just got to trust the timing to your life I love that so much thank you so much for joining me today I've absolutely loved chatting to you um and I for all the mamas who are listening we will be doing a mama chat too which will dive a bit more into motherhood so thank you so much Jules I really appreciate your time thanks for having me Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.